You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcon. Welcome to the Traveler Minute of the Travcon podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. My name's Michelle Freitag, and with us today is Julia Kuhn, who's going to give us some tips on how to keep your voice healthy during the conference. Thanks for joining us, Julia. Thanks for having me, Michelle, and for taking me up on this kind of interesting little niche topic here. I'm a speech-language pathologist, so I'm happy to share about uh, vocal health. (laughs) Yeah, you're the perfect person to talk about this. And we've all, all of us who have been to TravCon know that by, even by halfway through, your voice is just barely hanging on and scratchy and it's really mm-hmm. quite a challenge. So I am totally looking forward to what you're going to talk about and we'll probably in, implement some of those tips. All right. Awesome. Thanks for having me. So just for the uh, note, we are just about a month out from the Travelers Conference in September, the 26th to 29th. We just did our previous episode was all about the conference talking about insider tips on rooms and sessions and unofficial events. So if you haven't seen it, check out the previous episode. And this now is the Traveler Minute. So what ideas do you have for us to keep our voices healthy and our voice box? Well, believe it or not, you can actually start preparing now. And that's why this topic was actually on my mind and I messaged you about it because um, I'm somebody who's actually kind of preparing now to keep my voice healthy for TRAPCON, and that is by managing any GERD or acid reflux you have. So one of the most damaging things, especially over time to your voice, is acid reflux, because that acid that comes up from your esophagus can land on your vocal folds, and it's dry, and it's irritating, and it can cause pathologies too. So I'm somebody who has acid reflux. I always have all my life. I used to lose my voice all the time as a kid. And finally, when I went to speech pathology grad school, I was like, okay, if I'm going to teach people how to use their voice, I have to be able to do it too. So managing your GERD is one of the first things I recommend. So for me personally, I've done a lot of elimination diets, and I know that my acid reflux is triggered by gluten and wheat. So right now I'm really detoxing my body of like all the gluten, all the wheat, because unfortunately I don't stay away from it hundred percent, but I'm doing that to kind of neutralize my stomach and the acids and just make sure that I'm not going into trap con with indigestion and it's not already kind of scratchy or dry on my voice. So that's my first tip is manage your girder indigestion. And at trap con, I know there's, there's so many options for different foods and some of them are just naturally going to give you indigestion. Like maybe I I know I eat a lot of fried foods there and that's terrible for me, but for me, I'm going to make sure also like I bring a lot of Tums along or something that's going to be able to neutralize the acid too. So you can prepare now by getting those meds ready if you need to bring any or working on your diet, whatever you need to do to manage your acid reflux. For sure. And I find for me, because I struggle with the same thing, not eating late at night is huge Mm. for that. So I try and cut it off by six or seven o'clock at night and then trying not to have anything. It makes a big difference for me. That's a great one. And not overeating too. And sometimes that can be hard at TravCon when there's a lot of options for food and it's like free, but yeah, not overeating either. And And you know, at TravCon, it's kind of all limits off because you're, you're eating and drinking at different times, but at least beforehand, you can really kind of help prepare, keep your voice box healthy by doing Mm -hmm. some of these steps. Yeah. 
But the next big thing I recommend I have it here too is water. This is like the end all be all. And this is what we don't do enough of, especially at TravCon. So um, I know we talk about how to prepare for TravCon, what to do. And we constantly remind people, you need to bring your own water to TravCon. Unfortunately, the tap water in the hotels is very chlorinated. You're not going to want to drink it. And if you just go to get a bottle of water from your hotel, uh, like the bar in your room, or you go down to the gift shop, it's going to be five or $6 for a bottle of water. Easy. So bring your own water. If you're driving, you can put some gallons in your car. If you're flying, you can stop at any little gas station or CVS between the airport and the hotel. And there is a CVS like right on the floor of the hotel that you can go to and get water. So make sure you're, you're stocked with water and you want to make sure you drink at least a half an hour before you're starting your big conversations for the day. If you're talking a lot and then drinking water, it's kind of too late because you want to drink water before you start talking and you want to use that water to lubricate your vocal folds, which are right here. So they clap together when you talk. You want them to be lubricated with water before you start talking, before they start get dry. You can drink as you're talking and afterwards as well, but you definitely want to remember to do so beforehand. So that's why I think it's really important everybody has a lot of water in their room, especially for the exhibitors who are just going to be talking yeah. all day. Like you want to be drinking the water at breakfast as you walk to the conference hall and then, and then as you're going during the day. So definitely water is like the biggest one. Drink lots of water. And we know... You might be tempted to drink more alcohol than normal. Make sure you're swapping out like a glass of water for alcohol, a glass of water for alcohol, all that, definitely. And I just want to add something. As one of the organizers for the event, they charge the hotel charges quite a bit of money to have water in the exhibit hall, but it's totally oh, yeah. free when it's in the speaking rooms. So if oh. you can't find water in the exhibit <laughs> hall, we put one or two stations there you know, just because that's where a lot of the activity is, but every single speaking room is going to have their bottled water that are ready. So bring your, bring a cup, bring some sort mm -hmm. of covered cup that you can refill your refillable mug or your refillable thermos. And there will always be water in every single speaking room because they don't charge us for that water. So that's amazing. Just, just trying to stretch our dollars. I literally put put water in every speaking room because they, they don't charge us. So you will always awesome. find bottled water there. They have like the big jugs that you fill up. So that's just one, oh, that's one spot great. where you will always have water. Free for everybody. You can help support our small non-for-profit conference and get your water by going to the speaking right, room. Right, right. You're at the conference, fill up in the speaking room, save us a dollar or two. <laughs> that's a great tip. But along those lines, and I touched on alcohol, things you want to avoid because they do the opposite of water. They dry out your voice. It's going to be the alcohol and the coffee True. and the spicy foods, the foods that cause the GERD. So those are the things, those are the reasons I think a lot of people are probably losing their voice the most at TravCon because you're talking so much. You're talking all the time to all these exhibitors yeah. or the exhibitors are talking to the attendees. And then you're in Vegas, which how often do you do that? Like once a year. So you're drinking more alcohol than you normally would. You're drinking more coffee to wake up yes. and all those things combined, like 24 hours into the conference, you're like, okay, now I can't talk. Like, what am I going to do? I still have to have all this time left. 
you're also talking through a mask this year, you know, so and so mm-hmm. you have to talk a little louder to be heard through the mask. The exhibit hall is kind of loud. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like being at work and having to talk. You have to increase your volume just a little bit to be heard and understood. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a big part of it, too. And that's another great point, because I, you know, I notice at work with the mask, I automatically talk probably a lot louder than I need to. So I think something we can all do is kind of like check ourselves, like, am I yelling for no reason? Like, can I bring my voice down? So something I try to do at work is kind of start maybe on a lower, lower, more like normal quality pitch in my voice, because yelling is also bad for your voice. Like, the more you yell, or the yes. more you whisper, actually, the more that strains your voice too. So I try to talk a little more like lower normally than just check with the other person. Like, can you hear me? Can you hear me through all the mass? Okay, like, let's go forward instead of just yelling from the beginning. And I'm but it's going to be a lot harder this year. Do you think the rebreathing with a mask helps keep the moisture in a little bit because the moisture isn't just lost? You're actually rebreathing some of the moisture. Do you think that actually might help the moisture content? I don't I don't know. I don't know from any like, you know, medical standpoint. Um, just for me personally, I think it's been a lot harder to maintain my voice since we've been wearing the masks, mm-hmm. especially the N95. So I would need to know, but I don't know. I haven't seen anything like, I, uh, you know, medical research on that. I find I have to breathe through my mouth a lot more when I'm wearing mm-hmm. a mask. And so my mouth does dry out more, but I just kind of hoped that maybe I was bringing back some moisture with it. I know. I'm glad all of our speakers are going to have microphones because that's another thing that's going to help us speakers, especially is not having to talk super loud. Like they can talk into the microphone and it's some of our speakers, like Joseph Smith, like he's giving like six or seven presentations. He's really going to have to drink a lot of water. He's going to be talking a lot. He is. He's pretty used to it. And, you know, as a speaker, the speakers don't have to wear masks because they're already distanced and up on the stage. So that will help. But he's pretty used to speaking all day. He hasn't lost his (laughs) voice yet. That's great. But those are the main tips I have for people. Really just drinking a lot of water and watching your intake of things like foods, anything that sets off your gird or indigestion, you're, um, you know, avoiding coffee and alcohol, avoiding yelling, or if you do, if you do lose your voice, the best thing to do is really to rest it. So don't try to be whispering. Don't try to be like yelling out of what voice you have. Try to rest your voice as much as you can and drink water. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Julia. Are you still on Hawaii? You're coming over from Hawaii when you come to Vegas? I I am coming over from Hawaii, yes. (laughs) Do they still require testing when you go to Hawaii? You no longer have to test if you have a vaccine, uh, full dose, double dose. And I think the limit is it had to have been like 14 days before you come. So you fully have to be vaccinated. You have to pass the full vaccination. You have to upload your vaccine card to the Hawaii Travels website, which is easy. Verify you're vaccinated. So once you do that, you can come without testing or without any sort of quarantine. 
I will say the lines to get out of the airport while everybody gets scanned have been crazy. Like I waited almost an hour to get out of the airport when I flew back last time. So maybe be prepared for a wait while they scan and check everything. Um, But that's for visiting. And then of course, any nurse assignment, your hospital is probably going to have a quarantine that you're going to have to do to work. So if you're looking at working a job in Hawaii, and I know we're desperate to get nurses, we're trying to get all the FEMA nurses here, and it's really hard. We're really short-staffed. But the hospitals generally are requiring a five-day quarantine where you have to test for COVID on the last day, and it's a rapid result. So if you are negative, you can start working the next day. Oh, you have to quarantine one way or the other. If you're working, yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah every hospital because I've been since the pandemic I've mostly been hopping back and forth between the islands and traveling and providing um, short-term travel assignment services so I've had to do yeah the standard I've had to do is the five days that's what what everyone's doing that I've been working for so that's good to know that's for a traveler to check with their company you know they might have to delay their start date by five days get on on land and quarantine Mm -hmm. All right, but good. it's not it's not a true quarantine once you get here, at least for most places. Like they just want you in the state for five days. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in your house. That's that's what I found. Those are the ones that I've had to do. So it's actually kind of be nice if you're a traveler. Like you can find your housing, you can find your car, you can yeah. go grocery shopping, you can enjoy the beach, take your COVID test, and then, <laughs> then work. But that's that's not really quarantining. No, it's not a true quarantine, which is the weird part about the quarantines oh. for the hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. The weird part is they want you to be in the state, but not necessarily in your house. Oh, so, well, that's good. Then you don't, you're not yeah. stuck in your apartment for five days. Right. Okay. Right. At least those are the ones I've had to do. So they could always change, but yeah. Ever changing. Yeah. And I noticed there's so many people now getting tested because it's either be vaccinated or get tested twice a week now in California. And so turnaround times are getting quite a bit delayed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a problem too, because I don't think the labs can keep up right now. It's been quite a challenge. No, Uh, some of our places here have had lines that are two hours long to get tested. It's very hard to get tested here. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Well, thank you so much. I am going to start drinking more water. Yeah. Cheers. It's good. Not even just for the, the voice, but just in general. And you're right. The, the Walgreens, I think we all hit that Walgreens up seven or eight times oh, while we're there. Yeah. It's actually not in the hotel, but just out of the hotel, down the escalator. And there's the Walgreens for everything that you forgot, you know, toothbrush, yeah. deodorant, water, they have wine and beer. And liquor, I think, actually. So yeah. they have pretty much everything. They don't have a good Travcon Green nail polish. I'll tell you that right now. So <laughs> bring your Travcon Green nail polish before you come. But otherwise, they have they have a lot of stuff. Even And they're open 24 hours. So I think so. You can hit them up for a snack if you're hungry. And it's far more affordable than in the hotel. Mm-hmm. They're also having uh, all-day coffee and tea. And it's sponsored this year. So really tickled. We'll have that outside and we'll do um, hot tea, coffee, some lemonades and things like that. So that's going to save us so much money. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, it's the lineups in the hotel for the two little coffee stations are really long. So that's another benefit to the ticket is you'll never run out of coffee. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Julia, for joining us and uh, look forward to bringing another session to you next week on the podcast. You can always check out our website at travcon.org for all the information. And also we have a Facebook page uh, and a Facebook group that we all run and keep you updated with updates. And if you still need a room, there are good deals to be found out there. I gave some tips in my last session on the podcast on how you can get cheaper rooms. And then also the roommate page on Facebook. If you haven't gotten on, that's a way if you want to share a room. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.